When I was a kid, I loved reading. In fact, I still have a lot of the books, all my favorite ones from when I was little. And you know what? It's good news. It's good news for parents if your kids love reading too. There's actually a recent study out that shows kids who engage in regular reading for pleasure, maybe around, I don't know, 12 hours a week, may actually experience enhanced cognitive abilities and better mental health outcomes during their teenage years. And honestly, as parents, anything that you can make better for those teenage years, that is a win. So joining us now to talk about this is Barbara Sahakian, who's a professor in the Department of Psychiatry at the University of Cambridge. Barbara, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Tell me, how did we measure this? How do, how do we know that this is a positive outcome? So we, we measured it uh, with cognition uh, measures such as uh, learning and memory, those sorts of traditional things. We also looked at their academic grades. So we have academic achievement scores to see that uh, reading uh, for pleasure as a child actually improves your academic performance as an adolescent. And then we looked at mental health measures, very important because as you know, there seems to be uh, many adolescents who suffer from depression and anxiety, but we found that symptoms were much lower if they read uh, read for pleasure as a child. So it helps your um, brain structure, actually. It helps your cognition. It helps your academic achievement. And it's good for your mental health. Plus, it um, reduces the time you spend on your, you know, staring at your computer screen and that type of thing. <laughs> that's a, that's good for all of us, though. That's good for adults, too, to stop doing that. Uh, but you, you mentioned reading for pleasure. That's the trick, though, isn't it, Barbara, is getting your kids to read for pleasure. How do you do that? Well, these kids mostly started quite early. So that's important that you, you know, get them interested, even if they're just sort of picture books with a few words just sort of discussing and pointing at the pictures and getting their language going and that type of thing, because it's really generates creative thinking. And it almost doesn't matter what they read, you know, because uh, preferences are very different and you want them to enjoy it. So they'll keep doing it. But it's really something that's an all rounder. So it's so important that parents, you know, engage that way or at school teachers do um, get kids uh, in the habit of reading for pleasure, because it really is very protective as an adolescent. Okay, and so what is the difference here? Reading for pleasure, we're talking about books or what about engaging in kind of interactive um, content, even like online? Well, because these kids are starting reading for pleasure early, uh, it will be mostly picture books and things like that, you know, with a few words in it to start with. And then obviously the words build up. Um, I think one one reason they're spending less uh, screen time as an adolescent is perhaps they got in the habit of reading books. So, um, you know, initially it will be books that they're reading, although maybe maybe later they'll go on to tablets and things like that for reading stories. Um, but originally it's picture books and that stimulates the, you know, creative thinking about what is the story about and, you know, uh, getting them to focus uh, their attention. So they have less attentional problems, actually, as adolescents, too, when they read for pleasure as a child. So is there an argument to be made that the books somehow do that? They somehow create more critical thinking and imagination? Yeah, I think they do, because, you know, as you're sort of uh, discussing it with a child or they're pointing at a picture and you're asking them what it is or they say it's a dog or a cat or whatever, and then they start to get a bit older and they start to engage in the story itself. It really uh, stimulates that creative 
thinking and also, uh, you know, really imagination and innovation in some ways about, you know, magical things that can happen. And there's lots of, as you know, the J.K. Rowling books are very popular with the wizards and things like that. So it really does grab the child's imagination and get them thinking um, in a very creative way. Now, so what is the link here then in the teenage years? What kind of a difference can that make? Well, the great thing is that almost everything improves. So you've got um, actually a better brain structure. You've got better um, cognitive function. You've got better academic scores. So your grades at school are better. And then on top of that, you have fewer symptoms of depression, anxiety, and stress. And so it's it's a good all around it. And they also show less behavioral problems and they have better sleep, better quality of sleep. So that's a good thing too, because uh, your teenage years, your brain's still in development. You need a lot of sleep. Okay, so it could be anything that they read, but provided it is just books. And how early is how early can you start here? Well, I mean, really, you can start very early because they start with the sort of picture books, and usually they just have one one or two words on them, as you probably know. And so you can um, associate the the words with the pictures, and that's how you sometimes start to read. So um, I, I'd recommend as early as possible. And while we found that the optimal amount of time was 12 hours per week, it actually starts to get benefits at four hours per week. So even doing four, eight hours per week wasn't that much different from 12 hours per week, actually. It's just that 12 hours was the optimum. Right. So, you know, it, it's really good thing to to stimulate their reading uh, pleasure. So kids love it when, you know, the, the adult reads to them. How do we make that transition, though, where they're reading it on their own and doing it for pleasure? Yeah, I think um, obviously you have to teach them how to read to some extent. That's part of what goes on with the parents and the teachers. So uh, unlike some of our other skills like speech, where we sort of pick it up more easily, the um, reading you have to be taught. So I think it starts with those very early books where you're associating the words. There aren't too many of them and you're beginning to know how to use them and what they look like. And so you can uh, begin to read them yourself. And then obviously, as you get um, more and more experience with reading, you can read much more complicated things. Oh, good advice for parents. Barbara, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks a lot.